Hello, welcome to Five Writers, Five Minutes, which is a podcast and YouTube channel where we talk about our writing. I'm Zanny Louise. I'm Deborah Abella. I'm Sarah Armstrong. I'm Leanne Tanner. And I'm Tristan Banks. So today I'm really interested in how you guys raise the stakes in your writing. Deb, can you tell us what stakes are and how you raise them? Yeah, stakes are kind of, you know, basically what's at risk for the character? Like what is the big danger, the big trouble for the character? And for me, this is kind of some of the most fun that I have when I'm writing a story. So, I mean, stories come to me in different ways. Sometimes I'll think of the character first or I'll think of a problem first. But whatever kind of happens, I then try to get the entire story down. Even if it's just a page, this character will go here and then there. And then what I try to do is look at that story and think, okay, my job is to raise the stakes. So basically make that character's life more um, of a a pain in the neck, basically, (laughs) Um, and more and more. And so what I want is for that trouble that they're facing to get more and more tense and Mm -hmm. hopefully that makes an exciting story and hopefully that means my readers are excited to the end. So one thing I try to do as well is I try to make sure that all of the problems that I am introducing, they do get worse. So Mm -hmm. I raise the stakes so that that character, oh my gosh, they are just facing really big obstacles they have to try and overcome. I love that. How about you, Sarah? I think about how I can make it matter more to my character that they get what they want. Mm -hmm. So if a character wants something that's fine but if they really want something and it's really really important they want it the stakes are lifted for instance let's say someone has lost their dog their little dog that's everyone understands that a kid let's say wants their dog back what if that dog was given to them by their grandpa who has since died and who Mm. they loved like anything suddenly the stakes are higher for them to get the dog back what if in fact that dog is their only family member Mm. that they have then the stakes are incredibly high, right? So suddenly it's even more important that the character gets that dog back and the reader will care more that they get that dog back because they want them to find their one family member. I mean, it could look raise it even higher. What if that dog is somehow keeping that child alive? I don't know, they're magic or mm-hmm. they're somehow medicine. I don't know. Like I would just brainstorm it. I would get out the pen and paper and do a lot of brainstorming. How can I make it even more important that my character gets what they want. So I asked myself that about the goodies and the baddies because the baddies also want something really badly, right? So I think how can I make it even more important they get what they want because that raises the stakes for them because the higher their stakes are, the more dangerous it is for my main character. Mm. So, yeah, that's how I tend to think about stakes. I'm brainstorming always. I love that. How about you, Leanne? I like the example with the dog, Sarah. My, mm-hmm. my favorite, I think my favorite way of thinking about it is thinking about the classic detective story. So say there's a murder and the detective has to solve the murder. And that's kind of already fairly high stakes, you know, because yeah. somebody's been killed. But then somebody else gets murdered and the detective realizes that they're not just dealing with one murder, they're mm-hmm. dealing with a serial killer. So that's a rise in the stakes. And then the detective's son or daughter disappears. Yes. And they've been taken by the serial killer and they've got 24 hours to get them back. And what I like about this is that, first of all, there's a time pressure and Mm -hmm. time pressure really helps raise the stakes. But secondly, 
it is now personal for the detective. You know, like a moment ago, it was a job. Now suddenly it's personal. And it really helps if you can make the stakes personal. So in Spellhound, the pup's parents have been stolen by a dragon. You know, so that's intensely personal. So if you've got a story, let's say you've got somebody trying to stop a runaway train uh, or somebody trying to save a, a town from a bushfire, that's pretty high stakes. But then let's say you put your best friend on that train, or you put your little sister in the town with the bushfire. Now it's really personal and that raises the stakes intensely. Mm -hmm. I agree. Amazing. I think that personal raising of the stakes is really important. The, um, in my yeah. book, The Fall, I had this idea based on a crime scene that I visited when I was on work experience with Channel 10 News when I was in high school. And I went to this crime scene. It was about somebody who had stolen a handbag, jumped over a fence at the back of the park and fell to what I think might have been their death. And I was thinking, well, what if I wrote a story about a kid who was on work experience and he witnessed this crime scene and then he sort of found a piece of evidence that led him on a journey to realize it's not just about a stolen handbag it's about a, a much bigger crime than that and i thought well that's that's pretty good but what were the personal stakes for him i don't know you're on work experience does he really care but then i thought what if the dad was a crime reporter so this kid went along to crime scenes all the time and what if he witnessed this crime late at night from the window of his father's apartment? And then I was like, okay, so this is bringing it closer in. And what if he, until this week, he'd never met his dad before. This is the first week he's ever met his dad. He goes to the window at 2 a.m., looks out, witnesses a crime, um, goes to tell his dad about this crime, but his dad's not in his bed. So then it's suddenly like, was his dad the victim of this crime? Was his dad the perpetrator of this crime? And suddenly you've got this thing that was sort of not that personal to me, but suddenly I've made it sort of much more personal to the character. And the stakes are quite high. Either his dad is gone and missing or his dad maybe is a criminal. He doesn't know and, and the story is his journey to find this out. Oh, I love that. I've got goosebumps. <laughs> it's like what they call skin in the game, isn't it? Yes. You know, that, that term where they say, has somebody got skin in the game? That's that's where it becomes personal. Yes. And we talked about skin in the game in another episode because as you were talking, I was thinking about my personal stakes in the story because when I'm brainstorming or planning, I have to have a lot of personal stakes in a story mm -hmm. in, to be able to write it. Uh, but I love what you're saying about the characters really, really urgently wanting something. And there is a famous saying, even if it's a glass of water. So even if it's something quite minor, the character has to really, really want it to care extremely. So in Queenie and Seven Moves, for example, I start the story with her loving home more than anything else, and it's her safe place, and it's a place, it's the only place she can go and feel secure. Uh, she tends to retreat from the world there. And, of course, in the second chapter, her house is for sale and she has to move, like, next week. So you you rip the rug from out under their feet, so to speak. Um, and one of my favourite examples of this is in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because here you have a kid who loves chocolate more than anything else, not just likes chocolate, he loves it more than anything else. So what are you going to do? You're going to put him in a small town with the world's biggest chocolate factory. So he has to smell chocolate all the time, but not just that, make him really, really poor so he can never afford to buy the chocolate. And what are you going to do then? Oh, well, we have an opportunity that he gets to win a golden ticket for yeah. this factory to get to go inside. So the stakes are so high right from the beginning. And I think that's so important to put into your story. I tend to do it at the brainstorming stage. So I need to know that there's enough guts there to be able to write it. Um, but it's also really great to do in the editing stage as well. So you can 
weave through your story and go, are the stakes high enough? How could I make them bigger? Shall, shall I put a ticking time bomb under this? Let's make it, you know, six weeks instead of six months or something like that. And that will raise the stakes. So this has been such a great conversation, you guys. I've learned so much from all of you as always. Check out our other episodes and maybe you'd like to implement some of this in your own writing um, as you're writing your stories. So see you later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.